Hey everyone, Arsal here with episode 2 of the UWC Fantasy League podcast. The Premier League is back, and the most unpredictable league in the world was unsurprisingly predictable with City excellent, Liverpool a little less excellent, and the rest playing catch-up. The biggest surprise this week was probably the 4-0 win for Man United over Chelsea, which signals another false dawn at Old Trafford before it all comes crashing down in a couple months. For episode 2 this week, I sat down with Faisal Lamania from UWC Robert Bosch to discuss his fantasy team, Liverpool's transfer window, and VAR, among other things. Before we go into it, another reminder to subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Hope you enjoy. Hi Farhan, how are you? I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. Right, so Farhan, you're joining me to talk about your fantasy team and your... Um, and your Premier League predictions for the season. Um, but first, let us start off with um, telling us a little bit about yourself. What uh, what do you do? What like what UWC did you go to? Uh, yes. Uh, so uh, my name is Faizo Namanya. I'm from Uganda. I went to UWC Robert Bosch. Um, I graduated in 2016. I was actually uh, first generation. Um, I was part of the starting class that uh, when the school was built in 2014. Um, I'm currently, I'm going to be a senior at Skidmore College, which is in upstate New York. And uh, right now I just completed a summer internship and I'm just waiting for my school to start. Yeah, that's uh, just a bit about myself. And, um, um, yeah. Sorry, um, where, where is Robert Bosch? Just so, because I, I graduated in 2012, so I've been out of the UWC movement for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not many people know about it. It's in, it's in Freiburg, Germany. Okay. Yeah. And how, how is it? How big is it? How many students do you have? Um, it's every class year has, has 100 students. So uh, two class years, the first year and second year is 200. So the, the school is like 200 students uh, big on average. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, right. And what do you, what do you study at uh, Skidmore? Oh, yeah. Um, I study economics and business. I'm a double major. Yeah, I won't right. be a senior. Yeah. Right. So, um, what I want to do, Faisal, just to start us off a little bit, is uh, can you like let, let us let everyone know who you support? Yeah, um, I'm a big Liverpool fan. Yeah, I've been supporting them since I was maybe eight years old. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm a staunch Liverpool fan. I last season I probably watched eighty percent or eighty five percent of the games. <laughs> Fran, so you support Liverpool, and you said you've been supporting them for since you were eight. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what is your earliest footballing memory? Yeah. So, and the reason why I said I've been supporting it since I was eight is because I think before that I was supporting Manu. Uh, not many people know this. <laughs> <laughs> I was supporting Manu, but the only reason I was supporting Manu because my dad was supporting Manu, and my earliest memory of being a football fan was. He bought these calendars. Um, they had like the Manu players, the faces and uh, the names. It had like Van Estroy when he was still looking young, uh, Quinton Fortune, uh, all these players. So like I fell in love with Manu, but then I watched the game. I think Roy Keane and Rooney they got violent and they wanted to fight. I think they were playing Chelsea or Arsenal. Those games just end up in fights, and I was like, I, I don't like that violence. I'll look for another team and. 
uh, one of my best friends was a Liverpool fan and he kept showing me the clip of Instabool 2005 yeah. and from there I just fell in love. Right, yeah. Awesome. My that is a that is a weird trajectory. Not many people go on that Liverpool, Man United to Liverpool uh, fan base. Yeah, it's because Liverpool. I think in two thousand five they captured a lot of people, and I was one of them. So, but also Manu was great then. But most I, I credit my friend. Yeah. No, I think those those that mid decade, the mid two thousands, were not so good for United. I think maybe after. After 2006, so after like Mourinho left Chelsea for the first time, I think that was the the start of like United speak. Like Ronaldo came to the fore, Rooney was in his prime. Yeah, that was a really really good United team. Yeah, uh, you're you're right, you're definitely right. And for Liverpool, I think this is like the peak of of our football for the last I don't know for forever for the last 30 years I think. Like for prim- domestic football, Premier League. Okay. Right, so I want I want to talk about Liverpool a little bit later, but first, um, can you tell me about your fantasy team? Who who? Um, okay, first of all, what's your team name? Bonus yes. bonus bonus points bonus points if it's funny. Okay, it's 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 not too funny. It's it's uh it's called hashtag Marky. Hashtag uh, Marky. Yeah, like Stormzy. There's a an artist in. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Use hashtag Marky, and okay. I was just honoring. He, he put on a good show uh, recently in UK. So, okay. and um, don't judge me on my team because I formed it recently. I was I was in a hurry. So in goal, I got Hederson. Uh, okay. And do you want me to tell the reasons why I picked them or just go through the team? Um, you can you can do it as you wish. You want if you want to explain you if you want to justify your uh, selections, you can you can you you know feel free to do so. Yeah. So uh, I picked Ederson uh, because like he always gets clean sheets, and I would have po- uh, picked Allison, but I just thought Man City has uh, solidified their defense, so I think he may win a golden boot this time, a golden uh, glove this time. And then what, uh, does, what does Ederson cost? Ederson, I think five point five. That's the most expensive okay. keeper is five point five, okay. and then the cheapest like four something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So who's, your and second, then, who's your second goalkeeper? My second goalkeeper is uh, McGovern. He's, uh, he plays for Norwich. I don't think he starts. Uh, okay. Yeah. I I just picked him to fill up the, the gap. As you yeah. know. Uh, and then my, my, my back is a back three. I have uh, Andy Robertson uh, for obvious reasons. He has uh, great assists. But I picked... It was, I decided between Andy Robertson and Trent. Trent, is yeah. he gets more assists for sure. Yeah. But... Sometimes Klopp doesn't start him uh, because he's still afraid of his fitness. Like he, he may not play like ten games in a row for set, but per se, but Robertson is consistent. Um, okay. The other the other defenders I put are Lewis Dunk. I think he's really good. Uh, he's a good defender. Will get the bonus points. Uh, he will get the the goals, the hairs. And the other defender is. Uh, the one and only uh, Virgil van Dijk, my favorite player. <laughs> Palondo winner, no questions. No question asked, and I can't justify that one. That one's obvious. Okay. Every... Yeah, fair enough. For the midfield, I have five starting midfielders. Um, okay. I have so Stalin, what what, form- what formation do you play? Do you play a four-five-one or? Um, three-five-two. 
3-5-2. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And also, the other defender on the bench is Prodo. Uh, he plays for Watford. Just put him there because he's cheap. Uh, he's on the bench. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, coming to midfield, I have Raheem Sterling. Um, one of the top players last season. He gets assists. Uh, he gets the goals. So, that's obvious. Uh, the other one's Felipe Anderson. Um, great player for West Ham. Right now, they're struggling. They're going to struggle for a bit. But I know... Five games in, he will give me my points. Yeah. Um, and then I have uh, Sadio Mane. That was like, I had to decide between Mane and Salah. And that was, I, 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 I think I made the wrong choice, but Mane is You can't pick Mane over Salah. You cannot. It's, Salah is too expensive. He would have spoiled my other selections, but Mane, he has, he's a bit more consistent. He may get less goals, but he's more consistent. See, I think it's the opposite. I think Salah is more consistent than Mane. Uh, okay, Salah, Salah, Mane may score one goal per game. Then Salah scores no goals like in three games and then he scores like a hat-trick in one game. So I kind of like, he won't get points per, I think points per game. I haven't checked, but I think Mane may have more points per game. Okay. That's what but I then, think, yeah. you know, I also only watched Liverpool once last season, so my opinions don't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the other midfielder, sorry, uh, Avgiofi Sigurdsson. I think he's one of the midfielders that has mastered the Premier League, how Premier League is played. And uh, being a Man U fan, you'll remember that long shot uh, in that 4-0 mm-hmm. defeat. So I look forward to get points from goals like that. And okay. then lastly, Robin Neves. Um, Wolves, he'll create assists. He scores long-range goal, long-range shots, penalties, free kicks. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a solid midfield. Yeah, and then uh, on the bench I have is it a uh, Winston Reid? He's West Ham just because it's cheap. Yeah. Um, moving I on to my. I didn't what? know Winston. I didn't know Winston Reid was still at uh, West Ham. I think I think he's one of those players who just returned from loan. Honestly, oh, okay. I didn't think as well. And okay. yeah, he's just in the books. Okay. Yeah, I don't Very think cool. he will play. Yeah. yeah. And who have you so, got up top then? Uh, up top, I have uh, Aubameyang, PMA, because I've been following him since Dortmund. I was, a, I was a Dortmund fan when I was still at UWC. Mm-hmm. And I actually predicted last season, I texted in some group chat that he's going to be the top scorer of the Premier League. And he was top scorer of the Premier League. Uh, nine months later, uh, he tied. So I'm confident again that he will, he'll make it. Like, he always get the goals. Um, and he's my captain for now. And uh, he's partnered up with Mason Greenwood, I think uh, the Manu kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, just because he's cheap. I think he will, he may be like a Rashford. He will, they'll put him on, sub him on last minutes, and he will get some goals, and then they'll start playing him more. So, yeah. Okay. And then Martinelli from Arsenal is my substitute striker. Okay, so you're, you're a little bit light up top, I would say. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm more, I trust midfielders more because they get goals and. And that's it. Okay. And how was your first games week? How many points did you score? I got 68. I expected to get more because I uh, obviously Mane and Robertson uh, they're the ones who did not go as expected. I thought we'd get a clean sheet so Robertson lost those four, those clean sheet points. Yeah. And then Mane I made a big mistake. Like I did not think about the fact that he was coming from the Africa Cup of Nations and he wouldn't. There's a low chance of him starting the game. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I, I managed to get 68 points. So where are you in the UWC league now? UWC league, I think I'm 109th, but I would like okay. to think they've not updated the, the the standings. No, they have. They have. Don't worry. They have. They have. They have. <laughs> they have. They have. Yeah. They actually did. They're 109th. I'm shocked. But it's still, it's still early days. You know, you you might be able to catch up. Yeah. I think next get two games, two game weeks. I, I should I should get decent points. Yeah, but the the standard's really high. So like I scored eighty two points, which is pretty decent going, I think. And I was still still in like forty ninth position or something in the league. So standard is pretty high. Some people are really really good at it. I don't know how. Yeah, some people keep winning. Like the person who posts in the group, Jacob. Yeah, Jacob. He yeah. has insider information or something. Yeah, like him and it's it's the same rotating cast of like ten or like twelve people. I don't know if they have like uh, a squad with like whiteboards and data analysts just sitting there picking players. I don't know how they do it, but yeah, it's yeah. Anyway, yeah, this is my team. I I don't update my team quite often. Um, okay. I like 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 I like you had me going through my team. Most of it's like long term. I think about it long term. Yeah. More like uh, ten games kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I don't usually make a lot of changes yeah. to my team. Yeah. So that was going to be my like next question. Like, what kind of fantasy player are you? Are you are you the sort who like makes tweaks every week, or are you like uh, you know just you pick a team and then you stick with it? Yeah. Um. I used to be the one who makes tweaks every time, but then, like I said, I do like I, I choose like based on long term um expectation. I expect uh, them to perform long term. Um, but I do check my team quite a lot, but then I'm like, oh, I have to remember why I picked them, why I chose them. So I end up just leaving and making like only one transfer in like three weeks or something, like using the transfers like after three weeks, not every week. So I'm that sort of player. Understood. And how, and where do you, where do you hope to finish this year in the league? In the league? So this, this year I think is very... It's going to be very tough. Um, to be honest, I don't remember where I finished last time. I don't think I finished. I did too well. I don't think I, I finished in top 50. But I think I want to finish top 20. I'll, yeah, I'll finish top 20. Ooh, that's, that's, a, that's, that's very a ambitious. <laughs> very ambitious goal. Yeah. If, if, if Aubameyang, Mane, Van Dijk and Sterling do their jobs... I'll i finish top top twenty. I think you need Mason Greenwood to bang in a few as well. <laughs> Mason Greenwood, yeah, to be a Rashford. <laughs> yeah, I'll be happy if that happens. All right, so thank that's uh, let's move on, shall we? I think that's uh, that's a decent understanding of who you've got in your fantasy team. I'm I'm, sh- I'm sure. I hope you know you do well in the coming games weeks. Yeah. So I just want to talk about uh, Liverpool. Okay. Um, obviously, they did not. They won the Champions League last season. Yeah. They didn't end up signing anybody in the window. Yes. Um. So I don't know because I I don't know how Liverpool fans feel about not signing anybody because for me it seems like if you do well, mm-hmm. then that's the that's the time you need to strengthen because like Liverpool they were good last season but they didn't win the league. Yeah. So that you know. They were 
behind Man City, and Man City improved because they ended up getting um, Rodri from I don't know, Atletico. I don't know where he came from. Um, so I, I wonder what you feel about Liverpool's chances this season and how the window went. <clears throat> yes, um, that's a good question. Uh, I I thought about it. Of course, obviously the when I saw the transfer window closing, I was a bit disappointed. I wanted us to sign someone, like, just to make it more exciting. Uh, we, we signed, I think, three players, three or four players. Uh, one of them, a goalkeeper, Adrian, uh, a young player from Netherlands, Seb van der Berg, and, uh, and Elliot, a very young player. Yeah. So, no, yeah, so when I say that you didn't sign anybody, I mean more like for the first team. Yeah, first team, yeah. That, that's right. Like, I, it, it's almost like we didn't sign anyone. That's that's very true. I was I was a bit disappointed, but then I I understand where Klopp or the management is coming from because they spent so much money in their previous windows and it paid off, like seventy five million for Van Dijk, um, Naby Keita, and all that. So mm-hmm. I was disappointed, but I know I trust Klopp. Um, okay. In terms of where we'll finish. I would love to be pessimistic and say Man City is going to win again because because they actually signed more players and they strengthened the areas they're weak in. They signed mm-hmm. like a Cancelo, like yeah. uh, right back. That's that's very scary transfer. They've trans- yeah. uh, strengthened. So our biggest competitors have have, have they've done well for themselves. But in terms of the other teams we're competing with, I think it's only Tottenham. And a little yeah. bit of Arsenal that that I think will give us trouble, but I trust. I've a lot of trust in Klopp. Um, I think he's a manager who who believes in building players rather than like buying players. He only yeah. he only buys players if he knows that he cannot improve someone. Like for example, Carriers, we could not change that, so we had to buy Allison. We could not yeah. change. We could not make Lovren a world class defender even if he thinks he is one. So we bought Van Dykes. I really yeah. think. I trust what Klopp is, what what he's thinking, and I think we we may do well. We'll, we'll end second, most probably. If if Man City sleeps, we'll, we'll be first. But yeah, I think I don't think it'll be that as close as last year though, because I don't I don't think Liverpool can get to 98 points this season. I think last year a lot of it went right. So I remember there were quite a few games where you know they scored a goal, like uh, Pickford comes to mind, like the Everton game. He just threw the ball into the net, basically. The yeah. Newcastle game last year as well. So I, I just, for me, I think I think Liverpool will finish, like still finish second. But I think it'll be much more comfortable for City this time around. So maybe 10 or 15 points. Yeah. That's right. But if you think about, when you look at the Community Shield game, you still think like Liverpool actually still, is still the strong team they are. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. They, you could say they almost won that game because... Of course, like the goal line clearances and and all those chances missed. So I don't know, but of yeah, like you said, most of like the important games that we had last season, we won it by just by that little bit of luck. And you you would have thought we should buy players to kind of win games uh, very swiftly, and like like Man City does it, but it is what it is. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think any team in the league is going to win. Any team in the league can win, while Pep and Man City are still there together. I think Pep has to leave before someone else can think about winning the league. Yeah. 
And uh, what what do you make of um, Allison's injury? Allison's injury. Oh, that was a big blow, definitely. Like a really big blow, because I think he's the best goalkeeper in the world right now. Also, in terms of like your performance, annual performance is like the best player. He has won every everything, so that we're gonna miss him so much. And they didn't specify how long he'll be out for. So that was he's out for us. about a month. He's out for about a month, I think. So, yeah, I think if Liverpool draw points this month, then you can just give live, live this give City the title this like already. Yeah, that's a big blow. Also, with the Super Cup coming up. Yeah. But, um, luckily, he's he's we're playing Chelsea, and <laughs> I don't mean to. Just step on only Chelsea fan stores, but like I think Chelsea is not going to do well this season, so that should be an easy win for us. But yeah, Allison is a big blow. We don't, we're now just turning all our hopes to the defense, like Van Dijk and Matip, to make sure the ball does not go in front of Adrian. Okay, so you're yeah. confident that Liverpool will be okay? I think we'll, we'll be okay for the next for next month. I mean, the teams we have, I haven't checked our fixture, but. We have, I think we have, we don't have big teams coming up. We're not playing really big teams, so we shouldn't be, I mean, we have Arsenal soon. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's that's debatable if they're a big team or not. <laughs> what do you think? I think it's a big team. Yeah, they're a pretty good team. I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Do you want to mention something or do you want to give a shout out to somebody or... Oh, yes. Um, I want to talk about just a bit about VAR. Okay. Yeah, VAR. Yeah, I know VAR. Um, it's going it, to, I feel like it's going to make, obviously, they're going to justify most of the goals and the penalties, but I feel like right. it's going to take away the tradition the Premier League had. Like, it, it's okay being in a Champions League, but in the Premier League, it had like that rugged, traditional kind of style of football. And being bringing VR is going to slow down, and it's going to seem very like every game is not supposed to be that that like that going to de- detail. So I personally don't like it, and I think it was a push by Pep Pep Guardiola. But yeah, um, in general, I'm, I'm I'm not a fan of VR, and we we saw on the weekend how like every goal is going to have to be checked, so it's going to make it less interesting and less rapid. See, I don't I don't think I agree because. I think, like, at the end of the day, making the correct decision is more important than slowing. I think the, the time element is only um, the growing pains, right? Like, once once everyone gets used to the system, I yeah. think it be, it'll become more efficient in how it makes decisions. So, I, like, I, I follow another sport, right? I follow cricket. Okay. And cricket has reviews, like, um, just like VR. Okay. And, but... Again, cricket is kind of is a bit of a different example, but uh, because cricket has lots of natural pauses, right? Like football is a flowing game; it doesn't stop. Yeah. But uh, the the game of cricket has also changed, right? Because of the the reviews. Yeah. So now, if anything happens, good for your team or bad for your team, you don't know if it's for certain because like people will review it. Yeah. But so like initially, it's jarring, right? But then once you get used to it, and then. Once you realize that you're, you know, you're making the right decision, I don't think it matters as much how much time you spend doing it. Obviously, I don't want it to be like you know people spending three, four, five minutes doing yeah. like video reviews. And I think the Premier League is doing it well this year that they're not allowing the referee to go look at the TV on the sideline. 
or they aren't. No, so this year, I think, I don't know if you've seen, but uh, the Premier League has a different way. So, like, the, they just communicate via the, the, via the headset. And the referee has the, um, you know, full discretion of how he wants to make the, the, the decision. Oh. And, um, and another thing that VAR in the Premier League is doing is they're using the screen. So, um, they will communicate to the crowd in the stadium about uh, what is happening. What's happening, yeah. So that's yeah. the that's the main difference between the Premier League VAR and the you know VAR we saw last season in Europe, but I don't I don't think it's going to hurt the Premier League brand um, that much in the long run. I think City winning the league every year by like a hundred points is <laughs> hurts, more the, hurts the league way more than VAR will ever will ever do. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I like I've been to live games and I've seen how people get excited when they score a goal and like it's a last minute goal. But then, like Sterling's goal, uh, the the chip, I think he celebrated. But then he had to wait and see that to confirm the VR. And then next time, like kind of like that first time excitement, you have to you get excited yeah. and then you think about okay, we have to wait for the review first. I mean, like the the prime example is last season, right? When City City scored that goal against uh, Tottenham in the uh-huh, Champions yeah. League semi final, when everyone went nuts and then, and then had to <laughs> you know go sit down again. So. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's just. I think it'll be. Um, football is gonna change. Football will change. I think. I think football is changing now. You can. You can see the way defenders run out to stop the ball now. Like you can see. You know, they ha- tie their hands behind their back and they come out. You know, run at you like chickens. Yeah. So yeah, like football. I think football will change, but I think it's for the the best in the end uh, because I, I think nobody wants to get like you know wrong decisions against their team. And if you know anything that makes managers stop uh, moaning, I think it, it, it can only be good. Yeah, that's true. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So for my shout outs, uh, I want to shout out to Zawa Suleiman. Uh, his team is called the Cubes. Uh, he's, he sucks. It's, he's one seventy second. And um, he, I went to school with him in RBC Robert Bosch, and he was he was the uh, the captain of our team. We started yeah. the football club, so. I want to shout out to him. Uh, the cubes means the house, the housing domes that we have at RUWC RBC. They're in form of cubes. So okay, awesome. Uh, that's kind of funny. I just want to give a shout out to him. All right, Faisal. Thanks for thanks for joining us. All right. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs>